Welcome to The Green Rush, a podcast about the intersection of cannabis, the capital markets, psychedelics, and culture. On a weekly basis, hosts Ann Donahoe and Nick Opich of KCSA Strategic Communications speak with the business leaders, financial experts, cultural icons, legislators, and generally interesting people moving the cannabis and psychedelics industries forward. This week, Ann and Nick are back for a new episode with special guest Jess Tyler, Chief Revenue and Experience Officer at MJ Biz and MJ Biz Con. Jess joins us this week to discuss what brought her into the cannabis industry and the work that goes into producing the Marijuana Business Conference, the number one global cannabis business conference and trade show. Held each year at the Las Vegas Convention Center, the 12th annual MJ BizCon will showcase thousands of exhibitors over three days complete with pre-show forums and hundreds of industry speakers. In this conversation, Jess expands upon what to expect at this year's MJ BizCon, including the show's post-COVID evolution, new installments at the conference, and the speakers she's most excited for. She also dives into MJ BizCon's strategic partnership with Remind to produce the second annual Psychedelic Business Forum on November 28th and 29th. If you're interested in learning more about Jess, MJ Biz, and MJ BizCon, or the 2023 Psychedelic Business Forum, visit the links in our show notes. Also, be sure to follow Jess and MJ Biz on LinkedIn and other top social media platforms. So sit back and enjoy our conversation with Jess Tyler of MJ BizCon. Jess Tyler, Chief Revenue and Experience Officer from MJ Biz. Welcome to the Green Rush. We are incredibly excited to talk to you because I feel like everyone um, who is in the cannabis and now psychedelic space um, is, is talking about MJ BizCon uh, that's coming up in a few short weeks. Um, before we dive into that, we want to know about you. How the heck did you get into this crazy space? <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Um how did I get into the space? That's, you know, I think everybody kind of has has a very unique story. Um, I came from more traditional media and events. And I, I just remember the day like coming over here, I was like, cannabis, huh? Okay. All right. Um, and you know, the funny thing that was uh, about five years ago, um, which I think is like 20 in cannabis years now. So yeah, um, yeah, I, that, that tracks. <laughs> So uh, I feel like I've been in it forever at this point, but um, I just have such a respect for the industry and it was one I instantly fell in love with and uh, just never left. So here we are. So then, so your life brings you to MJ Biz and running the, or on the event side. So tell us a little bit about your role and, and I mean, I, we, we've been at MJ Biz for, uh, I think as long as it's been in existence, our, you know, director of cannabis, Chris Crane remembers it at the Rio, which was definitely before my time. Um, but you know, this has gone on to be, you know, a, a couple thousand people to like, I think 30,000, 30, last year. Um, so I, I guess tell us what, what is your role and what goes on, what goes into putting on an event of this scale? 
Yeah, so I oversee uh, MJ Biz as a whole. So, um, you know, we're we're really broken up into the media side as well as the event side, which, you know, everyone knows is MJ BizCon. Uh, over the years, we've had a number of other events, including events in uh, Colombia and Denmark and Toronto. Um, but uh, we have such a wonderful team that works on this. Um, I, there is no way we could produce it without the team that works on it. And if you've been to MJ BizCon, you probably think there are hundreds of people that work on it as, as big as it is. But it's really... Uh, it's a team of about 30. So wow. um, it's wow. still pretty, yeah, it's still for, for honestly, for what they produce. Um, and that includes all of our journalists and, and, you know, everything that we're doing as well. So um, I'm really, really proud of everything that they do, because honestly, it takes more than a year uh, to really build out MJ BizCon. We're already working on 24 um, at the same time as we're, we're trying to get done with 23. So, uh, you know, as we're six weeks out from the event right now, and uh, it's it's really heating up. And uh, everyone's just kind of, you know, burning the midnight oil to, to produce this event and bring everybody together in Vegas. Yeah, so let's talk about this year this year's event, uh, November 28th to December 1st. Um, what can, you know, uh, companies that are going to be coming out to to Las Vegas expect? And what can, you know, what, what can we look forward to for the show this year? Ah. Gosh, I love this part. Um, talking about every year we try to build the event from from new, just up from the ground, because I think in the, you know, since we were together in Vegas last year, uh, so much has changed in the industry. And that's true for, for every year. Um, when we first started, our first MJ BizCon was in 2012. Um, it was about 400 people here in Colorado. And, you know, as you said, it's, you know, up to 30,000. Um, so it's been a wild journey in uh, in just, you know, a little over a decade. For us, and so there are a lot of things that you see every year that that will be back. You know, we do have our expanded show floor that is now because we've gotten so large um, at the request of everyone who attends to save your feet. Um, we have segmented the floor into uh, four main product categories uh, to help you find what you're looking for. So, cultivation services, processing product and packaging, and lab services dispensary and retail, and then business services. So to make it a little bit easier on everybody, because we know how big it is, um, it's a lot to walk around. Thank you. Yeah, it's a lot to walk around. Um, So that'll be back this year. We do have, you know, and things like our state of the industry uh, sessions where um, taking all of, you know, the work that our reporters are doing throughout the year and everyone they're talking to to discuss like what is happening with the industry, where is it going, which, you know, there are a lot of exciting things, I think, on the horizon. So those types of things will be back. Um, we do have some new things that I'm very excited about. Um, so we are all, we're doing a takeover of the Lexi Hotel, which if you are not familiar, that's Las Vegas's first uh, consumption-friendly hotel. Um, so uh, we have that for the week and we're working with uh, several different groups to do different parties there and, and events. And it'll be really cool uh, to be able to have that. Um, we also launched, and this one's near and dear to my heart, um, a women in leadership forum on Tuesday. So that's deep dive leadership training and, and really just promoting, you know, how can women take a greater leadership role in the industry, which I think is just so needed. And um, I'm, I'm excited that that one, and it's been really well received so far. Um, so Are I'm you going to be speaking? At anything? Uh, I'm going to be there, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to clone myself during the week and be in yeah, like eight yeah, different yeah. places at once. Um, but I definitely will be there. Um, that one I'm, I'm really excited about. And then um, from the content perspective, there, I have this other partnership that is also very near and dear to my heart that I'm really excited about. 
Um, we are working with Black Canna Business, and you might know them from the Black Canna Business Expo. Um, Christy Price is uh, a, a dear friend of mine who runs that business, and they are uh, producing a um, social equity track for us uh, where we're going to talk about um, just how how can we get more representation and diversity in the industry? Um, I think it's an important topic. We've covered it over the years, but really having a focus on it um, in our Wednesday content is going to be new this year. And I think it's really great. And they, Christy and her team do an amazing job. So that's, that's some of the new stuff. There is more stuff coming because again, we still have several weeks before the event. So there will be more being announced here soon. And, and all this info can be found on the mjbizconference.com website, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Is there, there's going to be, is there an app this year that, that also for is like there an app stuff? this year? Yes. So this is something that um, I think is really important because, you know, as the show has grown so much and, and you mentioned earlier, like, you know, the days at the Rio, which, you know, we were bursting at the seams at the Rio. If you, if for anyone here who has been at the Rio during, I think it was, you know, what, 2014, 15 and 16, um, by the end, uh, we, we moved to the convention center because we, you know, had to, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. And, um, uh, but part of that is wonderful as that is that we're growing and we're able to expand and, um, bring more people into the industry, which is then, you know, going to make it more mainstream, which is then, you know, going to help legalization efforts and so forth. Um, it does make it harder, I think, to find, you know, find everyone in that short amount of time, you know, three or four days. Um, so, uh, with the mobile app, we actually, uh, are launching something new this year. Um, so yes, we will have one, uh, that we'll be launching in the next couple of weeks. And, um, it has a heavy focus on, um, being able to connect with other attendees and, uh, companies that are exhibiting on the show floor. So it even includes like AI enabled matchmaking. So you tell me what you're interested in, and then the app's going to say like, Hey, you should you should really connect with Anne, you know, this, she has a similar interest. And um, then we're going to take that and bring it to the in-person section where we're going to have, you know, uh, meetups for different um, interest groups throughout the show. So uh, we're trying to take that digital component and and bring it to the, you know, IRL um, component of the show and connect those things to make it easier. So the, you know, the, the AI thing kind of caught, caught my attention, you know, and you guys had to do a lot from a digital standpoint in like 2020. Um, but now that there's this like post COVID world, how, you know, are there any aside from the app virtual aspects, um, that, you know, people who maybe can't make it, um, will have access to. Yeah. So gosh, 2020, that's, uh, I you know, still have PTSD. I know. Not I know. Um, <laughs> it's rough. Uh, same, same. So yeah. So, uh, so in 2020, gosh, that year, we thought God, in the beginning, so, you know, the shutdown started in, in March and we were, you know, we're in a November event. So and it was we going to be like, two weeks, two weeks. We thought we would deal. be fine. And yeah. I was looking at other events and I was feeling sorry for them. And I was like, good thing MJ Biscons at the end of the year. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, we weren't able to go forward uh, with the in-person event and we did do an all virtual event. Um, so, and I, I really really don't like that term virtual because I don't think, um, you know, we're not, we're not doing the avatar thing anymore. (laughs) People don't (laughs) consume content that way. But um, what we really found, and so then 21 fast forward, we did a, what we would call a hybrid event where part of it, you could attend online, you could attend in person. Um, We were live streaming sessions. We recorded things. We had networking on both. 
Um, and what we found is there really is no uh, replacement for face-to-face. -face. I think part of the magic of MJ BizCon is those serendipitous connections that you make just walking, you know, out, out of your hotel, getting in the cab or, you know, on the show floor, you're, you're waiting to, to get a coffee and you meet somebody there that's going to be your next business partner. Um, so, and seeing friends in the industry, and I think just being re-energized by being there. So uh, that was a lot of the feedback that we got. And as a result, um, we are focusing entirely now on being in person, but the, the beauty of MJ Biz is we also have our entire MJ Biz daily section of, um, what we do. So that's all of our, you know, we have webinars there and connecting, you know, throughout the year with the other content that we do and things like that. But when it comes to MJ BizCon, we're focusing just uh, in person based on the feedback that we got that I think everybody is like, oh my God, let me out of my house. I need, I want to go to Vegas. I want to meet people. I was locked up for a couple of years in my house. So um, that's, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's where we're going to be. But the rest of the year, uh, that's where we're going to focus on MJ Biz daily and connecting people that way. Yeah, being there last year, it, it was that was my first time back after all the COVID stuff. And so it was just so great to actually see everybody. COVID. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I had COVID it. and I like made the, I couldn't go. I was so sad. Yeah. yeah. That was my first time too. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, but, but I want to hit on another evolution of the conference because um, you guys also have partnered with Remind to, and you're going to be doing the second annual psychedelic business forum, um, on the, the 28th and the 29th. Can you tell us more about that partnership and why you guys wanted to add that, um, to the, the topics that you're covering with the conference? Absolutely. Uh, so remind is, um, it's a, a partnership that we have and it's through our parent company Emerald, uh, that owns MJ biz and remind. So, uh, we work very closely with them. What I love about Remind is that similar to the early MJ Biz days, they're really focused on how to turn the psychedelic space into a very viable business industry um, because we know that's where it's going. Um, it's still in very early stages right now, as we know, um, but there there is a future there for the business. And so they are the only event that I'm aware of that exclusively focuses on the business side. Um, and we are, we did expand the event this year to two days. You can attend one or two days because we know that the, your schedule when you're in Vegas during that week is, you know, everyone's running around trying to get to everything. So, uh, we're trying to make it easier. Uh, and it's going to be co-located with MJ BizCon, um, focusing a lot on regulatory updates, um, anything about like how to secure capital and fundraising, uh, benefits of nonprofit status, things like that, um, to really help drive business. And we see this as a really close connection with MJ BizCon because over the years, I mean, especially since I've been here, I'm hearing more and more about cannabis entrepreneurs who were saying, okay, my, I'm looking for the next revenue stream and I'm looking to expand. And the thing we know about people in cannabis is they're very comfortable being um, at the forefront of an industry. They're very comfortable taking risks. Um, you have to be to survive in this industry, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, it's a very natural progression, I think. And we have a lot of overlap of uh, entrepreneurs who are you know, dabbling in both spaces. So it makes sense to do it together and try and save everybody a trip. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's the last bad pun I'll make. Um, 
I can't promise that. Um, so I, if if I could, I guess I'm wondering from the from the standpoint of um, you know you are a publisher um, of you know arguably the top trade uh, you know news source for people, and there has been nothing but breaking news in this in this industry like for the last couple of months. Um, I think with safer banking and with um the the possible rescheduling um who knows what the DEA is going to do did you see like um you know a, a a flurry of people saying you know i need to talk to people about this i need to understand what's happening is that was that a net benefit um you know as the the main conference of the year for people to be like i need to be there absolutely uh so, and we've always, by being at the end of the year, um, typically we're always around election time, you know, in the, in the history of the conference, there is always something good or bad to talk about around the election time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. whether you're upset about it or you're happy about it, there's always, so where, and why we like being, um, cause I, I do get asked this a lot, you know, why are you at the end of the year? Um, it one, it's because it helped. We think that we're we're trying to help people set up to have a you know a full year um, with all of the helping business you know set them up for success for the next year. Um, but the second thing is uh, is I do think there's a lot of regulatory updates that tend to happen around that time, and it's really important that everybody um, gets the latest information on what's happening so that they can use those insights to be prepared and to manage their business accordingly. So um, there is a ton happening um, at the end of this year, I think, or, you know, that we're hoping, you know, fingers crossed that there, there could be a lot to talk about. And we are structuring the conference section of MJ BizCon to address a lot of those, those things. I feel like with, with the way news happens, it's going to be like the, the announcement from the DEA on rescheduling is going to be like the 28th. And then it's going to just be, be, be the buzz of the show or something like oh that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. If I was a gambling man, it's going to be something like that. <laughs> that would be crazy. I, you know, something that we do have this year uh, from a content perspective that I'm excited about um, our executive luncheon that's happening on Thursday of the event. Um, we have uh, Norm Bierenbaum, who's, you know, one of the top U.S. cannabis policy advisors, who's going to be um, speaking uh, specifically about the rescheduling and like what what would that mean? What do we need to know about it? Um, and I, that's, I think it's a really timely conversation and it's going to be, um, that's going to be a really popular one. Yeah. Who are some of the other speakers that, that have you excited or you, you've heard from people? It's like, oh, great get on, on that. I can't wait for, for that session. So I'm going to, one that I'm very excited about that uh, first time ever appearance at MJ BizCon, um, Martin Luther King III will be there in the uh, social equity track. So. Um, really just talking about the the opportunity of where cannabis can help, um, you know, people of color advance in the industry and and just having such a um, really just an iconic speaker, I think, and bringing that together with cannabis. I think it's a it says a lot about the industry. And um, I really want to credit Black Black Cannabis Business for making that connection and, and bringing him to their program. Uh, that one I am so excited about. I, I have to say I'm I'm like going to be like a little fan, you know, <laughs> like, can I take a picture, please? Like, can I, yeah. is it going to be so, like a keynote? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be like uh, a fireside? fireside? What's the fireside? fireside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. So, 
Um, so I would say Norm, Norm uh, Martin Luther King III, like those are some of the top ones, but um, we structured the content this year a little bit differently. Um, so you'll notice our, our campaign for this year, what you'll see most out from us is, is the Dare to Grow. And tied to that, it's a focus where we came up with that is sitting around, we were talking about the year and like what's happening and what, what do we need to address in the content? And this this theme came back about all of the, the challenges, the triumphs, the, the people who are doing really innovative, amazing things kept coming back. And so um, in a lot of ways, historically in the content, we've looked to say like, okay, let's take a look at outside industries and how they've developed, you know, like the like in the tech industry, having the co-founder of Netflix one year or Whole Foods, you know, people have really done innovative things and broken through an industry. But this year, we're looking a little bit more inside the industry. We think that um, everyone out here, if you're in the industry, you're a risk taker, you're a maverick, you're you're somebody who is overcoming challenges to get where you are and to be there and to be successful. And we all know that this year in cannabis has not been easy. So we need to learn from each other. And so you'll see a lot of individual stories throughout the content in the conference section where we want to learn from each other. What did you do that worked? What did you do that didn't work? So you're going to see mm-hmm. a lot of that in, in the agenda this year. Is there um, one th- thing that you, looking back as um, a leader in this space, is there a moment this year where you, that, that, had, that got you really excited? Like if you could point to one? Obviously, you know, safer banking passing in the or going to the Senate, I think, you know, it's it is never that's never happened. Um, we've seen it, you know, make its way to the House before different bills. Um, so to me, that really showed momentum um, that we haven't seen as much in the past few years that got me really excited. And then that coupled with, you know, the, the prospect of rescheduling. Uh, those things are really going to make an impact on the people who are in the space. You know, everything from helping with, um, um, you know, just the the tax complications that people in the space have to go through to be a legal business. Um, anything we can do uh, to make it easier to be successful in cannabis, you know, legally is is something that I get I get very excited about. And to be able to bring that to take the conference, which. I always look at MJ BizCon as just being a, a, a forum to bring people together to push the industry forward. So whatever that looks like, and it can look different every year, um, it's really whatever the industry needs at the time. And so being able to reflect on some of those things and, and say like, okay, what, how are these, what can, first of all, what can the industry do to come together to maybe help advance some of, some of these initiatives um, for federal reform? And then secondarily, what do you need to know and what's going to help you be successful in navigating whatever that landscape looks like going forward? I feel like the cannabis industry, a lot of people talk about, um, you know, how, how to build this industry, how to, you know, do we build it like a pharmaceutical company? Do we build it like a consumer packaged good company? Do we build it like, um, an alcohol company? And I, I think I, um, I think all of those structures have, um, like an interesting path. Um, but from the, from like a conference side, you know, if you had to pick out how you want it to look, how you want your conference to look 10 years from now. Um, and I, I, this is not a, this is like a, 
a question that just came to my mind. So I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, but what, what is it, what does it look like? Well, so this is something I actually think about like pretty often. And I have very ambitious uh, dreams for the cannabis industry and for MJ BizCon. Um, and it's something we talk about a lot internally. Um, there are in other industries, like in, in tech, the big, the big global event is the consumer electronics show mm-hmm. CES. Um, that's where, you know, all the new products get unveiled. Like you're, you're going to see like the new iPhone there. And I mean, it's really a global gathering. And to me, I mean, then you have like South by Southwest, which is it's just this great combination and convergence of art, culture, music, business. And I, to me, those, those things is what I want to see the cannabis industry do, because one of the reasons that I find this industry so exciting is that cannabis really, it touches every vertical, every industry that's out there, you know, from the beverage industry to, you know, healthcare to technology to banking. It's, it's really this, this broad, broad, um, industry. And there's so much more that I think could, you know, could advance this industry and get there. And so from a conference side, um, I I do view us as being the global meeting point already for the industry. Um, You know, we have um, a a large portion and a lot of countries represented. Every U.S. state is represented every year. Um, I think uh, our, our largest ever uh, for international attendance, we had um, 78 countries represented, which is just incredible. So um, for that, I just, um, I want to see that continue to advance. And when I look at these other industries and and their leading um, conference trade shows that are in them, I, I look to those as to say, like, how do we bring the business side with the, you know, this really rich culture that cannabis has? together how do we how do we make it the place where you're going to um really use it to drive your business forward and be the most successful that you can be so that that i have big dreams i'm i'm hoping that together we can get there we'll see <laughs> well well on that note cuz you also mentioned a little bit earlier um you guys have done shows outside of vegas um at yeah. different times looking you you're planning for 2024 can we expect what can we expect from from the conference side Oh, well, we haven't announced anything yet. Okay. Um, so you will definitely be hearing more uh, by the show as to what we're doing next year. So I hate to keep you on pins and needles. But um, I think from from our perspective, we're, we're trying to align with what the industry needs. So where are the areas that are expanding? Um, and how can we best support them? So whether it's um, an individual market sector to you know, region, like when I mentioned earlier, we're doing things outside the U.S. Uh, a lot of that was based on um, really helping those regions develop their cannabis programs and, you know, bring more awareness to it and, and bring kind of what we do in the U.S. Um, to other areas. So um, we're looking at that right now. I think if there's a theme of what I'm looking at specifically, it's um more curated connections. And what I mean by that is um, if you're you're in business, you need a business partner to help you now. Like you don't want to necessarily have to sort through, you know, and try and figure out who's in the industry still, who's left the industry, who's coming into the industry. So um, we have a heavy focus on how do we how do we help you get to the right people? Um, and how do we help you do that quickly and in a meaningful way? So everything that we're planning for next year is is hyper focused around that. 
Well, we'll just have to have you on in like six months to talk about it again. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> one more question um, before mm-hmm. we let you go. Um, you know, having been in the space for five years now or 28 years in cannabis years, um, you know, and, and being, uh, I would assume, a voracious consumer of your own news, um, is there, a, what is an untold story that that you think um, it, it could, and, and, and I'm going to let this question be either on the pages of MJ Biz or globally, or like the Financial Times or the New York Times or USA Today, what is your dream story about the cannabis industry or what's being undertold, do you think? Well, I'm going to go with the obvious answer here. I think nothing would make me happier than waking up to see, you know, splashed across all news channels, you know, pages that the federal government has legalized marijuana, right? Like, that's what we want to see. I, and to be completely honest, you know, we're always kind of running two separate strategy plans. We have like, you know, here's where we, we are today and, you know, how we're going to move things forward. And then the what if, because it could happen overnight. You know, I think that's the other interesting thing about cannabis is like, with a lot of the big changes that have happened, we've woken up and we've been like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Wipe yeah. my entire day clear <laughs> right. because I you know, yep. did not see this one coming. So, yep. um, and I just, I have to always, you know, think that that's a possibility one day. Um, I obviously, I think we're, we're a ways from that. So I don't think that that's going to happen um, anytime. So maybe it could, I don't know. But um, I think that's why we're so excited right now about the um, potential, the reclassification, because that in itself would be such a huge step for, you know, towards federal reform. And it would also have such an impact on um, on the business side. So, you know, not just being like a ceremonial um, you know, kind of federal step, but actually have some real meaning behind, you know, with like tax implications and everything. So that's what I would love to see. I'm, I'm really hopeful that that happens in the next few months, um, you know, fingers crossed. And, uh, and then we'll see like what that, what that means for the business, because honestly, I think everyone is in the same kind of boat in the cannabis industry. It, it's been a rough year. Um, we acknowledge that we've, we've tried to do a lot of things to help everyone out. I mean, my gosh, we opened this year with uh, the lowest uh, ticket uh, pricing that we've ever had. And we did that just because we were like, hey, we know that you need to be here. And we know that, you know, it's, you know, a high, high, high price, high value ticket, but we want to make sure that you can be there because that's what's going to help people get through this and get to the, you know, to the other side of whatever this uh, market downturn looks like right now. Jess, this is this has been great. We're we're so excited about the conference. Like you mentioned, uh, six weeks from now, this episode may be up a little bit after that, but um, November twenty eighth, kicking off with with Remind and MJ BizCon. Um, can't wait to see you in Vegas, and can't wait to look forward for uh, all the stuff that's coming on in twenty twenty four. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, and I will see you in Vegas. Again, a huge thanks to Jess Tyler, Chief Revenue Officer and Experience Officer at MJ BizCon. Um, you can follow all the things related to the conference and the, the upcoming announcements she discussed at mjbizconference.com and also stay up to date on all the news that's coming out in the cannabis industry at mjbizdaily.com. As always, thanks for listening. If you want to chat with Ann, Lewis, Phil, Chris, or myself, you can find us on Twitter at the handle at the underscore Green Rush or on Instagram at the Green Rush underscore podcast. 
you can drop us an email at greenrush at kcsa.com. We love your feedback. We love your guest ideas. We want to hear from you. Um, and make sure, you're, if you're not already, subscribe to our newsletter, which you can find at uh, greenrushpodcast.net. And as always, do not forget to subscribe to the Green Rush in your favorite podcatcher. One take, Shay. One take. Okay.